A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Good afternoon. Morning, whenever you listen to this. Could be any time. Yes. Australia, New Zealand, yes. New York. Yeah. Canada. We're setting sights incredibly high there. Tokyo. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Moscow. <laughs> but from time to time, we have occasionally recorded our thoughts, I guess. Musings. 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 But, yeah, so it's normally fairly unstructured. It is. Nonsense, I think, is the word I'd use. N- nonsense drivel. Yeah, nonsense. But this time, okay. uh, my idea was is that we needed a... Uh, what we needed was a topic to get us started. Okay. To get us underway. So if we uh, perhaps go to a website. Yep. So somewhere in- impartial as a starter. Brilliant. Starter for 10. <laughs> starter for 10. <laughs> starter for 10. And then we'll see where we go. And then from there, shackles are off. And I can't promise where the next 25 minutes will go. Ding. Okay. Chudley McIntosh. Oh, <laughs> well, that's too timing. much. That would have too been, much. That well, would have been amazing if that time was just. I think. Back, okay, we'll, we'll mute the we'll mute the laptop. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll mute Facebook or whatever it is. iMessage going off. iMessage. <clears throat> okay. Right. Independent <clears throat> news source. Not very independent. Russia Today. Great. It's not independent at all. A nice independent news source. Uh, interesting. Okay, here we go. This is an interesting article. Uh, Bristol residents would prefer a porn studio over housing for migrant workers. Really? Yes, apparently they seem to be saying so. So they would rather have the moans and groans from a warehouse than use it to hold migrants. That's ridiculous. It does seem slightly ridiculous. Like, I have quite strong views on, uh, opinions on on immigration. I I, I think, I don't know, should should we we go through... Is that something we're going to touch on? Yes. Now you've you've, you've nailed yourself. <laughs> I suppose I've, I've opened I've opened the the bag of worms, a can of worms. A can here. of worms. The, the cat is out the bag. Indeed. I now need to tell people, or everyone's going to be like, <gasps> "But what are his views?" Yeah, but we'll never also, know. Also, it's not like it's not like you currently at the moment. Who knows him? What happened in time? But it's not like you speak with the weight of. That's true. Like some kind of that is a good point. It's not like everybody actually about. listens to and cares about my opinion. So, I don't know. I I don't see why people have such a huge issue with it. I feel like if I... Following correct legislation, filling out the right forms, I feel like if I wanted to go and work in Russia... Not that I'd want to work in Russia. But if I wanted to go and work in Russia, then I should be able to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think what these... The immigrants they were talking about here were more... um... Syrian refugees. Oh, like refugees. In, yeah, like uh, okay. the whole problem of the European... Actually, the kind of racism around the immigration that they were going on. See, that's that's a difficult one as well, because if this country fell into war, mm. like, I don't know, either a civil war or if we were invaded by... I'm not going to say country because it'll sound terrible. If we're invaded, I would expect one of our, by you the know... the residents of the news source that we took this article from? <laughs> 
No, not by Russia. <laughs> but if if we were invaded or something, there was some reason why we needed to leave this country or, or it was safer to leave this country, I would assume America or Australia or Canada or any of these people with strong economic environments, like, you know, impartial, fair governments, that they would accept refugees from our country. So is it... air-quoted fair governments. Well, you know, (laughs) fair governments. With bunny ears. But, you know, maybe it's not about us letting, you know, people who need help and need support and who are running away from, from war. Maybe it's just that deep down, a lot of the country are just racist. Or... The residents of Bristol really like porn, and they either way is fair. I think, and they don't want their studio. Maybe that them. studio produces very high quality porn. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't read the article more. It was more of a headline. A headline. Mm, of course, it was. But yeah, as you, as you as you said, I don't. It was a starter for ten. <laughs> I don't know. 10. I don't know how I would award the. Pardon me. Sorry. I definitely wouldn't award ten. No. No. Okay. Well, I am totally with you. I think if there was a time where the boot was on the other foot and I was a Syrian refugee going across in a life life dinghy inflatable that I've blown up with my mouth and across some banana boat or something. A banana boat that I'm paddling with a children's Straw plastic hat. shovel. I'm not gonna if that happens and I have to try and make my break to go Make to, your way to Australia. Yeah, to make my way to France. I would like you say, I would like to feel that there was a place for me. Yeah, I think I think I would Country almost I would almost France, expect it. Uh, the the previous colonies, Australia, for instance. Yeah, yeah, Australia uh, definitely, and Canada. Yeah, maybe not the US because the US are a bit funny with things. I like the well, the US is okay. Yeah, there's like heavy visa rules and stuff over there, isn't there? Like you can't get in without a visa and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Skepta wasn't allowed in this week. Oh really? Off of rapping. I didn't hear that. And, he wasn't allowed a work visa, so he's had to cancel his really? US tour. That's surprising. Yeah. Where's he from? Where's his country of origin? Uh, he, uh, very English. Oh, he's he, oh, oh, is he? Oh, okay. But I think he's a Nigerian, I'm not into that scene. Nigerian sorry. descent. All right, so they're racist, basically. <laughs> <laughs> was Trump, by any means, on the uh, on the visa approval board? I don't think it was a racism issue against his Nigerian descent. I really hope not. It might have possibly been to do with his previous convictions for drugs in his yeah that, that would probably do it wouldn't it yeah yes and also like you say it was there's apparently there has been an issue with uh musicians trying to get work visas to work in america mm. that has been i think thing. it can be it can be quite tricky and i think australia's the same they're very very tight on the board but that's something that came out today very topical news oh johnny depp and his yes. wife amber heard yes well it was amber heard really but johnny depp's just Smuggling sort of helped around she has pleaded guilty and as part of her, I don't know, reparation, probably the wrong word, back to the Australian government, she has released a video. Yeah, released like a weird Skype call. A really, really weird video, which they are actors, so of course they can act seriously. Yeah, yeah but like you say, but we all know they're actors. So yes, it's like an, so it's falsely, kind of weird. A falsely, seriously yeah, acted Yeah, really video. strange. Where they say that you should make sure that you follow the rules, which... I suppose it's better than going to jail. If I had to choose whether to apologise to something publicly or go to jail, I think I know what I'd rather do, especially if I'd actually done something wrong. Wouldn't it be hilarious if Johnny Depp and his wife ended up in, in jail? Could you In Australia? In Australia, because they, they tried smuggled to smuggle... They smuggled a dog. Yeah, they tried to smuggle their terriers in. <laughs> 
which is just absurd. The most, which is just the most unlikely. It's, it's such a first world problem. You didn't have the really first. You didn't world. have your doggy passport lined up correctly. <laughs> you got shut down at customs. I think she actually faked the documents. I think there was fake wow. documents. Involved. I think it was something like that. I, I didn't read the story in depth, but I think that there were fake documents involved, which is what really screwed up the whole situation. I, I can see that that's more of an offence than anything that's coming. Actually, pleased. smuggling it in the first place. Because yeah. I think you could you can be fairly pleading ignorance, can't you? If you smuggle a dog in, smuggle in inverted commas. Yeah, but fal- falsifying documents. That's pretty serious. Yeah, falsifying the documents for a terrier is. Um... Well, it's worse than a poodle. Do you think? Do you think the dog? Do you think the genre of the animal, genre. the genre of the dog, the flavour of the dog? <laughs> do you think the flavour of the dog would have a, a bearing on? Say, if Probably. they tried to take like a pit bull in, or like a restricted breed, or something. Well, yeah. If you I mean, if it's like an Australian sheepdog or something, they'd probably just let it go. But if you're trying to bring like a bulldog or something stereotypically British or German or something, they probably got a problem with it. Well, so you well think they're quite tough. They're, they well, no, they're quite tough on immigration, aren't they? Like they're probably let sort of you know other australians immigrate back to australia but if you're german or or british you have to have a trade you have to have a trade because i know that they're, oh, like, that right? they're quite up on like obviously they're things that they're good at or they need people for like mining so us. if i was a miner yeah. if i was a specialist aluminium or iner miner aluminium or iner miner iner yes then i could then i could easily obtain a visa in australia because I'm not sure it's easy or easy, not as easy as it was, but I know that there was a time where you that was one of the professions they were searching. I suppose for. that makes sense, considering like I don't I don't know the percentage, but like forty percent of the outback is is aluminium ore. Yeah, but you can sort of saturate like you can saturate the earth with aluminium ore. True. To the point like you can't process it all. No, I suppose. And, but and the way they mine it is mental. Uh, it's, yeah. Safety is like fifteenth priority behind <laughs> any other. Like basically, as much as you can make us fast. Yeah. I mean, if if you die as a consequence, that's a bit of a pity. Well, this just sounds like the Qatar World Cup. It does a little. That's yeah. Where, I think what what was the figure? Something like one person died during the London, or two people died when the Olympics, London Olympics were, uh, World Cup rather was being. Olympic was it Olympics? The Olympics, I think. And there was a building and also statistically statistically accidents on building sites are it would it was it was in line with like the UK statistics of deaths on building sites anyway. Because because obviously the building site was around for so long it was almost basically zero. Yeah, it was a statistical certainty. If you're looking at the maths. I suppose someone was gonna die. Because if you like it's there there were like two deaths in five years in the London Olympics but in Qatar there's been like 250 in a year or something do you remember when that bloke actually died at the Winter Olympics in the when? luge no I don't remember that when was that when he took a stage exit to the left out, oh of, my the God. Sh- out of the chute oh. at like uh, where was it what, what, I don't what know 85 it? mile an hour was it Sochi or the one before was it Sochi I think it was Sochi. The track was like the fastest track in the world and he exits stage left and hits one of the posts that holds oh. up the, uh, holds over like the gantry oh to, my God. to protect the track and it was not pretty no. at all. And then they, they they shut down the track for a day, obviously, just to mark a respect. Well, just to they have to clean the ice, you know, get the cleaners out. <sighs> Flipping egg. And then um, they put a foam pad Oh, that's that's top quality health and safety. That yeah, is, yeah. Like you say, a foam pad like that was really gonna, like the foam pad was the brilliant was the deciding that's the factor. reason why he died because there was no foam pad. <laughs> Not that he went from eighty five to zero in 
a split second. <laughs> yeah, in a split. Again, he would have wrapped himself around the pole, really. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, apart from that, I wonder oh. if anybody else has died at the Olympics, other than builders building it. Definitely. There must be more people overall in the building of Olympics dying than actual Olympic sports, because sports aren't that dangerous. Winter Olympics probably more so, mm. but at normal Olympics probably aren't that dangerous. Unless yeah. someone's ever had a javelin through the chest or something. They probably have years Surely ago. a steward must have had a javelin through a chest at some point. You'd think that they would, by the time they're at Olympic level officiating, yeah. they would be able to stand at a sufficiently safe... You'd think they'd know. They'd, locate, they'd be good at locating their self that mm. they wouldn't get gored at the Olympics. Oh, I really hope not. Or a shot put... Shot put through the... In the face or something. Fun fact. Or discuss or something. I held the school record for shot put. Did you? Yes. At primary or secondary? Secondary. We didn't. Who did primary shop? <laughs> primary school shop. Where at school I went to, you know, all sorts of stuff. <clears throat> Throwing pigs and cows and all sorts. No, there definitely was not primary school shop. Put. But um, yeah, I, I held the record for that, which was about the peak Impressive. of my sporting excellence. I think I was terrible at everything. You're still the first and only person in the world I've ever seen take a goal kick in football and it go backwards. Well, that was, yeah, that's skill. That was intentional and skillful. It did land in a swimming pool. I genuinely do not know how it left your foot, how your foot yeah. can travel in that direction and how a ball <laughs> can leave a foot in that direction. Well, I can teach you one day if you like. But you'll have to charge. <laughs> I will, yeah. Khalees. Yeah, Khalees. Milkshake. What happened to Khalees? Her career ran its course to a natural end. Oh, okay. Probably shortly after Milkshake. Milkshake, yeah. I don't know. I, I actually. I no, think I didn't. saw something. Didn't no, I? no, 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 no. Tell Recently. a lie. No, tell a lie. I had a, a playlist of songs from somewhere else, and we well, did the Calvin Harris one. What? Didn't she bounce? Doo, 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 oh yeah, she did. She just yeah. featured on stuff. Bounce. Yes, and but but though milkshake is on, bounce on Spotify, for instance. Milkshake is thirty-six million views. That's Whereas a lot. Everything else is nowhere near those. But milkshake is for the comedic factor, isn't it? Rather than genuine musical talent factor. She's stuck in that horrible rut where she goes to play a show and all people are stood there for is just waiting for milkshake. Waiting for milkshake. Because, yeah, she plays like Trick Me and Millionaire and the other like two songs that I could think of. But actually, we're all sat around waiting for milkshake. I think I've said it before. But I saw Limp Biscuit live. Yes. And uh, it was at a festival, so Ramstein were also there. If you don't know who Ramstein are, by the way, they're a German... Uh, well, they're their own sort of genre of music, um, but they're a German metal band, basically, who who sing in German. So uh, they're pretty badass. Du hast. Du. Du hast. Which is du hast only, mich. Which is the only one that anybody knows. Uh, that sort of stuff. It, 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 they're good fun. Anyway, so Limp Bizkit were there, and they were playing like at the same time as, as Rammstein, but they started just before Rammstein. So they come on, and I forget the lead singer's name, but he's like a, he's like a manic depressive. He, he's, yeah, was he, has he wearing... Depression. Was he wearing like big dickies shorts... And just like I don't know because his fashion style changes frequently. Oh, that's disappointing. But he got on stage and and you could tell that he was kind of annoyed at the at the 
the way that the it clash. yeah because because he knew that people were there and like yeah people love like Limbiskit and there's lots of people who love Limbiskit but Ramstein put on such a show and they're known for showboating that everyone wanted to see Ramstein anyway even if you weren't a Ramstein fan you would go to yeah that well I, that, of, I did yeah. I wasn't really a Ramstein fan at the time but went and saw them because I knew that it would be a good show yes so anyway I went over to Limbiskit first watched a bit of Limbiskit they came on and the first song they played was Rolling and he came on before and he's like we're gonna do rolling first because I know that you all just want to go watch Ramstein, and you're kind of at that point where you're like, I kind of feel bad for you. I'm really glad because that's all I want to hear. <laughs> glad you've acknowledged it because that's all. That that's, was all. That's all. That's the only reason I'm watching. I want to just see you play rolling, and then I want to go watch Ramstein. <laughs> and what you actually did was you followed with like twenty thousand others to the Ramstein tent. Yeah, basically. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if they gave up their show early and went and watched Ramstein. And then if they cut it off at just the right time, they'd arrive over just to just to experience. Du, du, du hast, du hast, exactly. du hast mesh. Yeah, but no clashing. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, but but rolling, what a song! Rolling's a tune. Was it worth sticking round for though? I well, yeah, it was great. I, I do. I think it's a good song. Everyone was bouncing. Everyone was absolutely going mental. It was great. Everyone was going mental, preparing themselves to go to rest. Well, yeah, I suppose people were getting hyped. It was like a good, like, uh, when you're watching comedy and the warm-up act is on point. And you're just like, this is this is great. This has properly got me on in the mood. And you know you're in the mood for a comedy show when the lead act walks on and you're laughing. They haven't yeah. even said anything. What is that? What is and that with laughing. comedy? Where if you go out, if you go to a stand-up, it doesn't really matter what they're saying. You go in because you laugh. You, yeah, because you're going to you laugh. laugh. That's just like how it goes. I don't know, I th- but the warm up does make a difference. Oh, of course, and there's an act. There's you. If you're a warm up, you actually have to, to gauge the situation. I bet really because, hard because you you can't go in and just drop bangers like because that, that used to happen if you go to like a music show mm. and the, the support acts would always try to outplay the main always. event. Yeah, always. Which is okay in music, but if you're a comedian. You can't, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do go that. and drop your best. People material. aren't here to see Joe Bloggs. They're here to no, see Michael McIntyre. No, and then I don't know if yeah, but he's gonna have a big support anyway. Mm. A big warm up guy. I only think. said him because he's one of the ones that I've seen. And oh. the guy that warmed up, there were two two warm up acts. <coughs> there was a lady who was very funny, and then there was a, a guy who knew that he was no match for Michael McIntyre. He knew he was a good comedian. But he knew he wasn't Michael McIntyre and he wasn't going to get the laugh. So he came on and he was very open. And it was quite a small venue, quite a small local venue. Where did you see Michael McIntyre at a small local well, venue? Well, it was Plymouth Pavilions, which isn't... Oh, okay. Yeah, which is quite small like in the grand... Yeah. It's in the grand scheme of the which scheme. Not it's O2, quite small. It? Yeah, no, it's pr- pretty small, really. Um, but this warmer act, he was good. He was quite cynical, which I, I really liked. And he, and he hit it. He just got it right. He didn't go over the top, so people weren't like aching before Michael McIntyre came on. I can't remember. I saw uh, just right. I saw a comedian in Exeter who was a like half of his set was about cricket, and turns out he's actually quite famous within mm. like cricketing circles. He goes on Test Match Special and things like that. But that wasn't my bag. And as an evening's entertainment, I found it slightly disappointing. The next guy came on, who was the voice of one of the bees on the Vodafone advert. Oh, my God. Called Dan Antopolsky. voiceover artist and comedian. Yeah, he was a comedian at first. I guess he picked up the the Vodafone work off the back of it. That is something I've noticed as well. And he rapped about um, having a Black & Decker laser level. 
And right. he did a five-minute rap about how this laser level had changed his life. And I think the first guy who came on, the, the cricket guy, wasn't that entertaining. But by the time I'd watched this man rap about for five minutes about a, a laser level, you were, which isn't you were funny ready, now, You were ready for the Which main. isn't funny now at all. I was howling with laughter yeah. about Dan Antopolsky and his and his cricket. laser level. Oh, his laser level. Oh, I did, the cricket guy didn't do anything. No, didn't he? <laughs> no. And I mean, I'm not like anti-cricket. Like, I played cricket. It was fun. But I'm not going to sit and listen to cricket humour. Have you noticed how the 118 guys, the original 118 guys, are sort of getting around? I see them every now and then, and I'm like, oh my god. What? Was... That's the 118 guy. But the the one one eight guys who feature on the adverts currently aren't the original. They're ones. not. No, they, they were, are there different. Like a, there was like a staged phasing out of them. Yeah, they 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 did. Yeah, they just they sort of disappeared. But they're very similar looking. But they're not the same ones. Yeah, but which I which annoys me because if you're going to change them, just change them. Yeah, Come exactly. Up with a plot line. Well, they do that, but then the shreddy the old lady shreddy ladies they they changed them and everyone was furious. Yeah, well, obviously the other cast were no longer available for reasons such as death. <laughs> is is my guessing. <laughs> Uh, I know. They have replaced them now. They went to animated, then they went back to the originals, and now they've actually replaced them. Okay. It's sad, but it was going to happen. The Shreddies advert is also like an educational experience for children. It's a life cycle. It's why we have. It's why we used to just give kids pets. Oh my god. Tamagotchis. Yeah, we used to give kids like a a hamster, which had a six-year shelf life on it. If that. Yeah, I don't know. I never had a hamster. Okay, a four-year shelf life on a hamster. Because then when it died, it would teach them of loss to Morality. prepare them, to prepare them for when, if like, they say the worst happens to a family member. Whereas now we're just doing that through the Shreddies advert with the nanas. Brilliant. Killing off. Mummy, <laughs> where's the, where's the Shreddies granny gone? Well, Jimmy. That, how did you learn about death, Jimmy? Unfortunately, she died. How did you learn about death, Jimmy? I think I learnt it through a Shreddies advert on ITV. Brilliant. Yeah, that Between wasn't. the X Factor. Yeah, why? Just as a side note, before we before we digress too far, I'll just <coughs> give a little nugget of of information to all the the well the one listener, <coughs> me later on. To us when we listen to it back. <coughs> on the subject of one one eight guys, if you're the kind of person who likes spotting people in things who are not famous but kind of famous, yes. Um, I have a few nuggets, but this this is a good one because we were talking about one one eight. One of the one one eight guys is in hot fuzz. Now, I imagine that a lot of you, this is weird because we don't have an audience, but I'm sure a lot of you have seen Hot Fuzz because we're British and you're probably British and Hot Fuzz is a cult classic in Britain. Yes. One of the 118 guys is in Hot Fuzz, very briefly. What, is it like a walk-on though? It's not a walk-on, he actually has a character and I think he has lines. He has lines? Yeah, he actually has lines. He has lines. So I'll give you I'll give you the sort of story. It might jog your memory and you might sort of think to yourself, oh my God. Otherwise, next time you watch it, because you'll probably watch it again, you'll spot him. Okay. So towards the end, where Simon Pegg's character... Spoilers, so, incoming spoilers so, to anybody who hasn't seen... Oh my God, yeah, that's seen. true actually. Yeah, if you haven't <laughs> seen Hot Fuzz and you're that sort of into it and you really want to watch it, this might be a bit spoilerish. So just sort of don't just listen. Just turn down your headset. Just turn down your headset and... No, switch to the radio or something for five minutes. Not five minutes. It won't be that long. No. Two minutes. We'll have lost interest and changed subject to... <clears throat> so, Sergeant Angle. Yes. Sergeant Angel. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on it. So, Sergeant Angle, uh, towards the end of the film, when he's about to get all badass, uh, he drives away from town and he stops at a service station uh, to buy spray paint and um, sunglasses and maybe something else, but I can't remember what. Anyway, 
the man at the checkout is one of the 118 men. No way. He is. Yeah. He's blonde, though, I think, in Hot Fuzz, or has lighter hair than the 118 men. Wouldn't it be great if he was just staring the vest? That I, I would love that, but he isn't. Continuity he's, he's, is a 118 yeah. vest. He isn't. So, yeah, he is one of the 118 men. How do you... I think he was... Where did you see... I think he was 118, although he might have been 118. What a horrible, horrible cheap gag! Yeah, where, where did you did you were you watching it and you just kind of, you just like oh my look it's the one one eight. I I don't know. I might have read it. I can't remember. I might have heard it on a podcast. Uh, potentially stolen material as well. The worst of all. Oh material. dear. It's not. We're going to be uh, next next week. We're going to have a litigation letter through the letter for the letterbox. If we get a litigation letter, that means somebody's listened to it. <gasps> That's true. I'll be happy. Okay, I will be happy to receive a lit if even if that's the right legal term. Yeah, yeah, I think. But yeah, well, I think after your nugget of information from one one eight, it is a good nugget. And the uh, this week's homework. Watch Hot Fuzz. The homework is to watch Hot Fuzz. If you haven't seen it already, and if you haven't, what the hell have you been doing? Yeah. And if you, even if you have, go back and watch it again and try and locate the 118. Yeah, man. there are so many little nuggets that you would have missed the first time around. So, to summarise, we have gone from... We have gone from... We only read one news story. <laughs> yeah, that's all we needed to get them. That was a start for 10. <laughs> start for 10, you see. Start for 30, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we'll start for 20... Seven minutes. There you go. So ish, I think. I don't know. I can't see the little. Start for twenty-seven. Yes. Start for twenty-seven. So we've gone from Bristol residents effectively will be just being a bit racist, really, yeah, to um, pornist. Yeah, or being overly into their pornography. To um, hot fuzz and the one one eight man. A little nugget about the one one eight man and hot fuzz. So yeah, that leaves it. Another. Au revoir. Au revoir. Goodbye, George. Goodbye, Angus. Goodbye. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com.